praise the Lord, mightiest prophet of the Lord. Well, uh, the Lord has spoken with me, beloved people. Am I clear on air? Very, very clear, please, mightiest prophet of the Lord. Amen. So the Lord Jehovah spoke with me this past night uh, in a conversation regarding the condition of the church. And in this talk, the Lord, the God of Israel, the cornerstone of Zion, he took me to Europe and he showed me the condition of the church in Europe. And there's so much uh, big need there in Europe because he showed me the church across Europe and then uh, he focused eventually on the church in France and I take it that the Lord is calling me to get to France this coming new year in our new calendar but um, the church in France I could see some uh, African pastors there as pastors of, of African origin and I see they are involved in church and so forth and uh they go to a restaurant. This is after the Lord showed me the general condition of the church, and then he focused on France. They go to a restaurant, and one of them is lost, so he's looking for the others. He's looking for them. The others went ahead of him to book a place in Paris in the restaurant after church. After they had arrived, I see they arrived with their vehicles. And then what I see is... Uh, when they arrive with the vehicles, it looks like a bus or so. Then I see where they are passing is muddy. Very, very muddy. It's quite muddy as they are passing. And all of you that know the way the Lord speaks, that is tremendous sexual sin. Very much sexual sin. Even the road, there's a path entering the church, and the church is quite muddy. And that means the Lord is raising uh, this problem of sexual sin. And then after church, a certain group of, there are African pastors in France. Yes, and they speak French, they're French. So the first group goes to catch a place in a restaurant, and then the other one is a bit lost. And he looks for restaurant, for restaurant, and then, then they finally find the others where they were. But when they go there, they see some flies at the, at the, the, at the window, so they said, no, let us not eat here, and let's find another restaurant. As they come out, there's a lot of food being uh, uh, sold. But uh, that lady, the owner of the restaurant, yeah, I see one of the pastors trying to seduce her sexually. So I get to see every detail, a lot of everything, until she goes in and she comes back dressed. And uh, she also realizes these pastors are interested in her. She's a white lady. Now she goes to dresses a little bit behind the restaurant. She comes now, and this kind of thing. So the Lord reports all this. Uh, there, there is need for the church in Europe to embrace repentance. And I know that there's big need. I know that we are preparing some programs for Europe this year, that the Lord has spoken about the condition of the church and the pulpit. Sexual sin is big. It has held church ransom, has held them, um, kidnapped the church, so she's not able to execute her mandate in the land. So much needs the Lord. So I see the condition of the church. And uh, 
it's amazing because today I saw a lot of emails. I saw a lot of emails from the pastors in Europe. I saw communication emails from Europe uh, asking that the Lord send his servant to Europe to clean up the church. Many countries have written. I could see them. And uh, they're saying, please come and stay here for some time. Many pastors want the men of God to go and stay there and do there like has happened in Kenya. In many countries of Europe, across Europe, I could see the pastors. I see them writing. I see the emails. And uh, even one of them was printed here today. Um, and those emails are saying, please come and bring the revival of righteousness and holiness to our churches in Europe. The situation is bad. The situation is not right. The situation is very bad. And so um, there is a call. I know that we are busy still struggling with a calendar for the Lord. The calendar, we have countries we are trying to fit in, and it's almost impossible because we have Mozambique, we have UK, we have Australia, Portugal, Peru, Spain, Italy, French Guiana, Mexico, Hong Kong, China, Brazil, the US, Sweden, Germany, South Korea, Botswana, Bolivia, Chile, Cameroon, Nigeria, Costa Rica, Angola, and many, many, the list goes on and on. So we are trying to fit them, but it looks like priority will be in Europe a bit, based on the way the Lord has spoken, and even our fit in France. Now, the reason I'm speaking this is to call people to repentance in Europe and all the other churches globally. Those who have ears, please, whose ears are spiritual, please listen to this call. The Lord is calling the church to repentance. Repentance is always a very good thing. Repentance helps. Repentance does bring the church back on track, back to the house of the Lord, back to the kingdom of God Almighty. So it's a blessed thing to talk about repentance at this time. The Lord is calling the nations to repentance and the church especially that she may be able to execute the agenda of the Lord in the land. Now, for the church in Kenya, this is the message for which I was calling. Well, you know that there is a big visitation here, even as we are struggling to fit next year, to fit the calendar for next year. That's what we are working on now. And there's a big meeting this coming week to work on the calendar for many nations globally. I know that celebration of Mama Rosa will take place probably around May next year, May of, of April, maybe April or May, and it will be a big celebration. It will involve many pastors from many nations to come. That's why we've pushed it quite ahead. We, it has, it's a big thing in the body of Christ, so it has to be done as big as it is, in the manner that befits it. The resurrection of the dead decomposing dead body, corpse, smelly corpse, called Mama Rosa, that will take place next year, probably May or April. But for the church in Kenya, uh, you, you realize that there is a big visitation that is happening in the church right now, and you realize that based on the visitation that took place on November 19th, that Sunday, when the Lord led me to call by phone on radio and to reach you in your respective churches and altars of worship, where you are worshiping Jehovah Elohim. And uh, you realize that this is a very big visitation, bigger than all the visitations ever. 
In fact, it is very shocking. Even the wonder, the wonder that surrounds the big healing, the Lord, as the man of God instructed from this side, as he led me to instruct and command from this side, that I lift up the Lord's hand, the hand of the Lord, and that the Lord will now touch you people physically. The Lord touched many people physically. Many, many people are physically touched in a very stunning way. The wonder around the healing is astounding and shocking. I know that this is going to happen in many other nations. I know that Finland partook of that visitation, Tampere, and Marit, and many nations as I struggle to fit the calendar for next year. But for Kenya now, this is the instruction. Because of the enormity of the visitation that is uh, uh, ongoing, Today we discovered other bigger miracles. It's amazing. Big, big, very big. The two lunatics that are healed. The woman with broken hip could not turn, could not sit. You know, that also stood up, was late, was lying actually in church when all this was happening. So um, the church in Kenya, tomorrow your service should be focused on celebrating the visitation of the Lord. In Israel there is there is a hospital called Hadassah Medical Center. Hadassah Medical Center is very special in Israel because it is a top hospital, one of the best on the earth, the best in the world, with top surgeons, top doctors, and as you know, they do their thing top, top, top. The Lord blessed Israel. And that hospital normally receives presidents. They treat presidents of the world. That's what I know about that hospital. Most of them, you hear, they come there. When you're in Israel, you hear they've been brought. When they need treatment, uh, they come there. Medical conditions, the president. That's how supreme, how high that hospital is. Now, the visitation of the Lord that took place here was so big, and yet that very November, the Lord did not visit Hadassah Medical Center. But he chose to visit Kenya in such a stunning way, and of course, Tampere. And of course, there is a miracle that took place, the two healings in Maputo and uh, and uh, also in Ivory Coast. But Kenya, you see the avalanche of healing. You have this big tumor, the size of a human head, that this man was carrying for 24 years. 24 years. More than two kilograms heavy. And you can imagine the doctors here to excite it, to cut it out, because probably it would hurt him, it would bring him down, for him to carry it for that length. And that is very big, when he felt the physical hand of God cut, tap, tap, cut like cutting blood vessels, and cut out the tumor, and then it dissolved. And then Mama Lucia, the totally deaf woman, 52 years, for 52 years, totally deaf and mute, that the Lord physically slapped God Almighty himself, physically slapped her and slapped on the right-hand side and the ears opened from the left. And the Lord eventually showed me how he slapped her ear. It was a tremendous slap. If I do a serious slap, a very, very serious slap, he showed it to me eventually the day they were celebrating real time. He showed me how he did was unbelievable to watch. It was very shocking and fearful. Then we have Mama Consolata, who had a severe spinal cord injury with a broken back. She could not even sit. She
she could on bed she could not even turn herself she used to be washed in bed hospitals had given up on her she was at home she was even being fed all the hands also all of them were totally dead and then that one also stood up the testimony was here today and then you also have pastor Nancy pastor Nancy from Osaria Naivasha who had a tumor and the Lord physically with two fingers crushed the tumor crushed that one the man of God even talked I, I talked about that prophecy the day I was, the, the healing service was happening towards the end of it said you're on a safari you're traveling and the Lord dissolved the tumor and disappeared and then Ronald whose leg was broken in several pieces and the Lord literally welded. He felt electric <clears throat> welding on the leg and he got up and walked away until this day. Welded it, instant healing of the Ambo who fell from the third floor in a construction site. At a construction site, he fell from third floor and the Lord broke into pieces. And it was very bad. It had refused to heal. And now you saw how instant, how instantly the wound dried up and the leg, if you look at the dry, the, the healed leg, you almost think it's a bolted metal at a jo joint. The Lord did a tremendous job there. The baby with a weak neck, baby Joshua, and the head was falling from Kericho. The head kept falling. You know, the neck was weak, so the head would fall towards the ground like this when they were trying to sit the baby. And I'm not sure that the baby even sat. I think it was not sitting. And they had come, the mother had come to church for the first time. Then as the man of God lifted his left prophetic hand, he lifted up, and then the Lord healed the baby instant. It's a big celebration ongoing now. The man from Mosocho, who had a dead leg, the nerves were all dead. The nerves had died. And then the Lord instantly touched him, and it's amazing, put life back to that leg. And now it's normal, he's walking, it's a big story. And then Dorcas, Chumba, a teacher, I think from Iten, I don't know exactly, but looks like from Iten, uh, who had a loose bladder, urine incontinence, and <laughs> the sphincters were totally loose. So for her, it was severe form of incontinence because the urine was simply flowing. And she's a teacher. And every time she would teach in a classroom, she has to, when she finishes, she gets the children out of the class, she starts to wash the classroom. It was that bad. It was just flowing down her leg. And then the Lord touched her that instant and healed her, which is a very big thing the Lord did. And then uh, at the same time, many other cases, including the blind, totally blind, from his Fiolo baby. This baby was... And when, again, the Lord commanded me to lift up his left, my, my left prophetic hand, then the baby's eyes popped open. He began grabbing things and crawling to anything he was seeing. That's how the mother who was standing from afar saw and realized the baby's eyes had opened and a big stun and wonder and the great shock beheld the church. And then the crippled baby from Viga that was totally crippled for two years and four months that also stood up is now being celebrated. The lunatics, there are many of them that are now normal. They are now back home and they are now narrating their story. So there are so many, there are more than 400 cases as we speak, 400 cases. There were 300 last week, there are more than 400 cases plus, some we've not reached, of major, major, major visitation, major healing. So this is indeed bigger than Menengai, 
bigger than the previous healing services that have taken place. This is the biggest visitation ever in the history of the church, this visitation. And that's why I am speaking with you, Kenya. The message has been preached on this radio globally. And so tomorrow, everything has to change. All programs must be focused on celebrating the healings of the Lord. Again, like I said, he did not visit Hadassah Medical Center in Israel, and he will visit them eventually, but for now he has not visited them. That happened here. Those whose backs were broken are still broken at the Hadassah Medical Center. And so that's why it's very important that the church in Kenya realize that the greatest visitation of all time is taking place in the land. And considering that the Lord did not allow me even to step out, to step out of where I am, to step out even at the door, just from where I am and all that distance, and the Lord did such mighty work and physically touched many people, physically touched them. Many, many stunning healings coming to more than 400, the biggest healing service ever, this one of November 19th, 2017. And that's why tomorrow all the programs in all the churches must change and conform and obey and submit to this visitation. The reason the Lord brings this visitation to you is that he may change your programs, that he may conform your programs now to the hour, to the visitation of the hour. God the Father is visiting the land and the house of the Lord. And so everything has to submit an invitation and that's why tomorrow the program will run. I know Bishop Joanne has arranged a program. We cannot finish all tomorrow. So it has to spill into next Sunday. You may have been planning to preach your messages and so forth because I know this week, these few weeks have given messages here that you now will build on and preach powerful series, tremendous series. I also heard people from China, my daughter, Pastor Luis, Paula Luis, is doing very well there. They are all tuned in or they're partaking of this, you know, as they wait for the visitation in Hong Kong. But anyhow, as far as China and many places, this message has been heard. And so I know that you are preparing to do your now series, to build them up, to break them into pieces and do that. But tomorrow has to be dedicated to celebration, beloved people. It would be a mistake if we did not. Because he, again, like I said, he did not adapt a medical center, but he visited here. So tomorrow the program is such that in the morning, right from morning, the, the, the radio program cannot manage. They have tried to fit it in. It has to spill into three or four more weekends, you know. However, from tomorrow, from right from the beginning in the morning, all altars will tune in onto the radio station. The way the voice of the Lord speaks all the time. And then and, uh, but all the members of your churches, even those that were busy on safari and traveling and going where these that did not partake of the to the conversation on radio and all these celebrations, they too may be brought on board. I was handling an issue with the Nairobi church this past week that met their leadership, and then I realized some of them majority it was a diff- it was a bad situation, so it's important. Tomorrow, everything grind to a halt, and everybody tune to Jesus, his Lord Radio, and partake of the tremendous visitation of our time. And the radio station, I am told, 
have already designed a program moving from one altar to the next in order that we may give glory to Jesus. In order that in the process we may give glory to God the Father that sent him, the one who is our healer. In order that we may give glory to God the Holy Spirit that is now executing this agenda, this tremendous agenda of God. This is now what defines our time and defines the revival. Just a few cases I've mentioned, you can see how stunning they are. A big tumor the size of a human head, more than two kilograms, he cut it for 24 years. The doctor feared to cut it. Mama Lucia, deaf and mute, totally deaf mute for 52 years. People went to school. People went to school, got work, her age mates, and then they went to work. They came back and retired and found her still deaf. Only on the night. Now she's talking, she's, the tongue is loosened, she can hear, the ear is sensitive. Big things, the Lord's life. Dehumanizing. Where now your son has to wash you as a woman. How dehumanizing. Many, many cases are mentioned here. The baby with the weak neck, the Baby, the, the man the, in Masochi with a dead leg, dead, totally dead, not dead. They were, I think it was going to be amputated. And all this. There are more than 200 cases of big, big, big cases, lunatics, name it. Mm. So that's why tomorrow the program begins in the morning at 9 o'clock from the altar. So if you're doing your housekeeping, your normal church programs, they will run between 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock sharp. You all tune to Jesus' Lord Radio. Let us celebrate the biggest visitation of all time. I know that right now I'm busy with the team this coming week again. What trying to fit in the calendar for next year. And it's unbelievable the calendar of next year is going to spill into 20, maybe 2020, to spread it out. Because we are also trying to make sure that we improve on the quality of the meetings the pastors abroad do. So that we space it out probably a month after each meeting. We work with them, maybe send a team in advance to help them to put together the revival so that they may reach this level before the Messiah comes. So Kenya, I wish you wonderful celebrations. Even globally, those who will tune in, this is the greatest visitation of our time. We cannot be blind to it. We can't be deaf to it. So we need to turn in and tune in to this visitation as the main service tomorrow after where we can that we may celebrate the visitation of Jehovah our God. I'm so blessed that the Lord has brought the church to this place, even communicating to the church on the fundamentals on Christian salvation, the basics, the walking the narrow way, the purifying your salvation, the rebuilding the walls, the broken walls that are porous, porosity in Christian salvation, and building your salvation on the foundation of the rock, these are the basics of salvation, beloved people. And as he does this, look at the stunning visitation. So I wish you a wonderful celebration tomorrow, Kenya. Tomorrow the service, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock is your church program. But after 9, immediately 9 sharp, everybody tuned in so that we might partake of the visitation of the Lord. I spoke to the church in Nairobi, some of the leadership, and I realized this is important. And not only that, for the sake of of he that has visited you, that you may honor him.
that you may keep the top, the portals of heaven open in this land, because next year probably we have very few meetings in Kenya, except for Mama Rosa, maybe May or April. However, tomorrow is a grand celebration going on throughout, and I think after every testimony, and they are very long, they are very big, they will, they will run full course. After every testimony, maybe there will be a short break of two worship songs and then go to the next testimony. Probably tomorrow they can cover only 10, but more than 400 stunning testimonies, blind, you know, crippled totally, totally deaf, you know, a tumor that sizes overhead, all instantly dissolved. People that, there's a lady who has this meningitis, I think, period meningitis, the doctors, had even given up from 10 work level 6 hospital, one of the top mission hospitals here. And so she had these permanent effects of meningitis. So now she was returned home. There's nothing. She, she's a lunatic. She became lunatic. The bacteria attacks the membrane that covers the brain and the spinal cord, as you know. And so even the place where the acupuncture had been done, where they punched to take the fluid in their tests. So she felt a heavy physical hand. She was a lunatic. She used to tie her kids like one size goats or what. She was biting people. She was fighting. She was doing that. Even in church at that time when the man of God was praying, she was attempting to go out. She was being restrained. And then a very big, heavy, physical hand touched her back at the exact spot where the acupuncture had been done. And when that happened, instantly the Lord touched. She thought Anasha had pushed her. She said, look back. There was nobody. That's the moment the Lord healed her. It's a big celebration. Even the doctors from the hospital came there. The, the physicians, the clinic officers that attended her, they came to witness how the Lord had turned her around and healed her. What medically was considered permanent effect of bacterial meningitis. So we have big testimonies to be celebrated within your communities. I wish you a wonderful celebration. The Messiah is coming. Shalom to that. Thank you.